Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode number five of Everything But The Take. We had a interesting week four of the NFL season now behind us, and we are going to break that down and give you guys all the information you may possibly want to hear today. Yeah. Um, you know, week four happened. Good fantasy Did. week. Bad yep. real life week. But <laughs> Hey, good for my team. Yeah, exactly. Like so long ago. Thursday night, man. They should get rid of Thursday nights. Just have two Monday night games every week. Yeah, I, mean, I kind of like yeah, that. I, I like football earlier in the week, but yeah, that's true. It breaks you know. it up a little, a little better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in some football news, uh, I think probably the craziest game that I got to watch on Sunday was that Browns Cowboys right. game. Insane. I mean. Cowboys kind of suck. Their defense is terrible. And, I mean, their offense doesn't really turn on until, like, the fourth quarter when it doesn't yeah. really matter. Like, they I were mean, down, they... like, 27 points and then got to within three, and then it kind of fell apart from there. I mean, if they had some kind of defense, they would have probably won because they did put up, like, 30 points, right? Right. I mean, they're, they're like, decent, but they're bad. I mean, it really is their defense. I don't know. they got to address that instead of drafting a receiver every time. Yeah, for real. Maybe like get like a defensive player and like help that where you need it. But yeah, the Browns they're what three and one. Browns are somehow three and one, which is kind of weird. And I'm still not like hot on the Browns. I mean, they might be good. They look good. I mean, I think the the new coaching staff is working. Like they're they have finally two years later right. figured out how to use Odell Beckham Jr. Right. But again, um, yeah, it was he, against a really bad back. Cowboys defense. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not entirely sold, but they're not. They're not horrible. The Browns. No. They could. Um, the, the thing is, though, their division, like, they got the Ravens and the Steelers, who are both playoff teams. I think. Yeah. So I still don't know if they're going to make the playoffs this year. Right. So, let's see. Next on our little bullet list of news tidbits, Detroit apparently lost six straight games that they've led by 10 or more. So a little bit of Falcons going for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they're pretty bad. I mean, I don't know. Detroit is where, like, good players go to die. So, really? I feel like that's um, a cursed, just cursed franchise. Like, they were up 14. City. They went up 14 on the Saints and then gave up 35 straight points. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is like a cursed city. Nothing yeah. nothing good since Marshall Mathers. <laughs> It's has come out of come Detroit. Out of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's Jesus. rough. I don't know how. Um, I don't know. I don't know how they do it over there. I don't know either. I mean, all the cars are leaving. Yeah. No more. No more the only car thing companies. They got there. Is the Ford Bronco? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, but football-wise, like Matt, Matt Patricia, and we'll touch on him a little later. But yeah, we won't touch on him. That's weird. <laughs> but we'll discuss him a little later. But. I don't know. He's he's not it. That's what it is. I just hope they don't take Robert Sala from us I this offseason. But by the looks of it, they might have to. They might. They might. Yeah. Um, Speaking of teams that will need to fill firing, a coaching position. Yes. <laughs> Fi- well, okay. This one was like finally. You know, it was like it's good that it happened, to be honest. Yeah. And I, I think more so than him as a coach, I think it's the fact that he was the GM. That screwed everything up. Because they had good games. They had good moments with him, right? He was a decent coach at times, but like he GMing, he just screwed everything up. We're talking about Billy O'Brien. Um yep. the Stooge. Bill Big O'Brien. Stooge. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, again, I think, like you said, it's really been the last two years where he made himself the GM. And I mean, and he ruined kinda, the team. He he basically ruined the team because they've, it's not like they were bad. He went to four, he had four, four division titles and they yeah. were in the playoffs for five out of the seven years he was there. So, I right. mean, it's not like he was terrible and it's not like he was a bad coach. I mean, he drafted some really good players like Deshaun Watson, but he also traded all of our other good players. So, I mean, yeah, obviously, probably time to move on. Although, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough. I don't think you can, like, it's going to be hard to rebuild that team with where he left it <laughs> with, like, no yeah. draft picks and getting rid of two of their superstar players. So, yeah. maybe they turn uh-huh. it around. They also had one of the hardest schedules the first three weeks, so... Who knows? That was true. They did play what the Chiefs and Ravens and then... Chiefs, Ravens, uh, Steelers. Right. Yeah, that's definitely not not easy. No. Um, right. But I think it was. It's about time, I guess. Yeah. Is how I could say it. Yeah. It. It was coming. I mean, we got some more coaches that probably need to have also been fired already, but definitely we'll see if that even happens. Um, let's see. Let me, I guess, talk a little bit about my Niners. Yep, go for and it. And their their little dud of a game against the Eagles, which was <laughs> weird because, I mean, if you saw, like, Ayuk, he played insanely good. He had, like, the hurdle that might be, like, the best hurdle of, of the decade. Yep. Um, <laughs> of last decade, I guess, of the 2010s. But, like, he's looking like a great draft draft pick um jarek mckinnon has scored a touchdown in each game so far and he's looked insane george kittle had nearly 200 yards um and a touchdown uh even defensively we played all right like as hurt as we were i think we're more hurt on defense obviously we don't have like our starting running back on offense um one of our like tight ends that we were gonna run like two tight end splits is that what it's called yeah um you know jordan reed's out for a good bit you know our, our our starting quarterback is out but i think i attribute the loss mainly to that if we if nick mullins didn't throw like 18 interceptions and a pick six or whatever like we would have won i mean we didn't score too many points but we scored enough and our defense played well we ended up losing because of the pick six in the i think it was the fourth quarter or whenever it was but the pick six that put the eagles up to 25 uh we later went up to 20 so we would have beat them by two I think, yeah, two, yep. had they not gotten the pick six. Um, and so really, that I, I attribute the loss to the quarterback play, and I think it kind of answered the question of, like, is Jimmy G really, like, the starter we want? And I think, yeah, because he, you know, he'll throw a pick here and there, but he will never throw four picks no. and a pick six, and he, he will overall play well. And, you know, Mullins showed, like, signs of greatness, but... He cannot. I don't think he can be the starting quarterback for us. Um, but, I, you know, really what I wanted to talk about was because there's so many injuries this year. Like, millions of players have just gone down with injuries. It's like it was almost hard to be upset at the loss because we're playing with, like, half of our actual team, basically. Right? And we still played well. We still played solid. The Eagles aren't horrible. Well, they, they were horrible, but I don't know. I It was weird. They weren't, like that bad going into this season, right? They were considered like, oh, maybe they'll be back to like where they were a couple of years ago. And then they just started off doing super bad. But I think they have a legit chance to win their division, which doesn't mean much. They could win like five games and win that <laughs> yeah. division. But still, you know, they're one of the better teams in that division. Yes, um, they are. 
and you know they obviously got their first win of the year but i think it was just hard to get mad because like we had some players who just played very well again kittle mckinnon Ayuk. our defense overall played pretty solid and like you know if it wasn't for our backup quarterback screwing up we would have won and i mean how mad can you get when it's your backup quarterback screwing up it's not like our starting quarterback doing that it's our backup and i mean he's the backup for a reason and it was kind of you know you watch it it wasn't like good to see that but it was like you know at least it was our backup and not jimmy g doing those mistakes yeah um you know you watch it you kind of take it with a grain of salt it just sucks like the main reason i'm upset about the loss is just the fact that it's a loss um for sure just but there's some farther behind right. in the division <laughs> Right. Sometimes you win games and you just play horribly and you you feel a similar way. Like, well, we won, but we didn't play that good. We didn't look too good. Um, But this game was kind of, I guess, the opposite of that. Like, we lost, but we looked decent, except for our quarterback. I think, again, Jimmy G played. We would have won pretty handily. And and I guess that's what we're waiting for now. We're waiting for some of our starters. Obviously, some of them are out for the season, but we're waiting for, you know, Jimmy G, Mostert, some of those guys to come back and... Uh, obviously, I don't see us returning to the Super Bowl, but we could still actually put up a decent season. Uh, you know, we've only lost two games. We could go fourteen and two, or we could go two and fourteen. So it's up in the air. But I still have some kind of hope. The main reason that it sucks is because we're playing Seattle twice. We're playing yeah. Arizona again. We're playing Green Bay, Seattle, um, some other I, maybe the Bills. I don't remember some other like good teams. And you know, it's gonna be tough to win. And, you know, especially if Jimmy G or Mostert don't come back soon, because I think we play like someone good soon. Let me just pull it up. Likely. <laughs> I know we're but playing yeah, like, the Dolphins next, and then it uh, gets that's good. Right, and then it gets hard. So we're playing yeah. the Dolphins, then the Pats, the Packers, the Rams, Seahawks, Saints. Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. Wait, I don't know if I said that stretch. in the right order. <laughs> um, but like, like you were saying, like it's right. hard as. As a Broncos fan who has seen probably like 15 different starting quarterbacks over the last four years, I don't even know at this point, it's hard to be mad at the team when you have some dude who's never played in the NFL before. Maybe he's like been called up from the practice squad like this past week or whatever. Like I've seen so many different quarterbacks come in and play for the Broncos that it's just like you don't even like can you blame them? Like you have some random dude. It's just a absolute quarterback carousel over there that it's it really is hard to even like be mad at the whole team because it's like you can't expect to win like that. So it's definitely right. I definitely agree that, you know, it's, yeah, it's different. The it, main, it's a different kind of loss. Yeah, it is different. I mean, it, it kind of just sucks because we just came off of a Super Bowl loss, but we were still a very right. good team and you want to continue being very good for sure. And, you know, the expectation was that we'd still be pretty damn good. And yeah. It obviously sucks with, like, you know, we don't even get to really see because of all the injuries. Yeah. We won't even get to see, like, if we actually are. So it's kind of just like, all right, put this season off, wait till next year kind of mentality. Yeah. Um, Not even that we'll be, like, that bad this year, but our division is just too good. Yeah, it's going to be to, tough to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's definitely exactly. up. We'll, we'll be back and better next year. It, it really Which is. I, mean, I think we'll a lot of teams are kind of feeling like that right now. Yeah honestly but especially a team with super bowl expectations it's like well you can't really expect right. to win the super bowl when your team's at i mean even 40%. even a single injury even a single right. injury can like cost you a, so much harder yeah another super bowl yeah 
for sure and so it kind of it just sucks because we got to like wait but we yeah. have shown some some shades of like playing really well again with Kittle, yeah. with McKinnon. Like we still have good players, and you know it Just is still fun to watch for those young guys. Exactly, and I think that's the best part of this. Like Ayuk is getting a lot more spotlight than he would if everyone else was healthy, right, and exactly. and he's looking great. Like he might be our next star. So build up some we'll depth have to. on the D line, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, team- Kerry Hyder Jr. He's come out like three and yeah. a half sacks, I think already. Yeah, um, doing good. But again, you, know, you just, just solidify right. that quarterback room too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's what <laughs> the biggest thing backup. about last week. Hopefully, Jimmy G comes back. Uh, yeah, because I think he'll be good. And and I don't know. Again, we're probably gonna have to wait till next year. But again, eight weeks from now, we might. Who knows? We might be ten and two because Never players know. came back and we're healthy and we Never just grind know. through some wins. Yeah. Um, that's the main thing that I'm thinking about. Like, it doesn't really matter what happens now. It's just week four. Um, yeah, still by early. the end of the year, right? By the end of the year, if you go 14 and two, you could have lost your first two games and then went yeah, undefeated exactly. the rest of the year. Yeah, Ravens um, were two and two last year. They won 14 games, ended up with number one seed in the AFC. So, and again, I'm go. not saying that will happen. I don't think that will happen because the <laughs> NFC is pretty stacked. Um, but I think we could still be competitive. I'm just our schedule. Yeah, we do play the Bills. Our schedule is very yeah, it's tough. a tough schedule. <laughs> um, very tough. And again, going into this schedule, it's like every team that's playing us is like, oh shit, right? Like week one. Yeah. Week one yeah. when we were all healthy, it's like everybody who has to play us was like, oh damn, that's a tough week. But now it's kind of the opposite because we yeah, look at all so the other good anymore. teams, right? Uh, and it kind of. It kind of brings you down, but I know there are a lot of teams injured, a lot of players injured, yeah. and that might just be the tail of the tape for this season. Probably. Um, someone who is not injured and is definitely right. someone that teams go, oh, shit, is right. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I was thinking that. The Packers, <laughs> when I was talking about that, the Packers, I was like kind of looking at them on our schedule yeah. because they're, they're a team who was obviously good last year, but they were missing something, and this year it looks yeah. a little bit different. This year they um, have they have it. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's playing like right. fun football. He's on like, my fantasy team. Yeah, that is a good thing for you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he just like I don't know, man. It's he's got something different going on, and yeah, he, he looks may like have Rodgers. He may have just created the next George Kittle in right. Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I will say this: it takes more than one game. It takes Obviously. seasons and years of hard work and dedication. But <laughs> all. Big yes. Bob Tanyan had three yeah. touchdowns last night. And he trained with George Kittle in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, by the way. and I mean, if you're training with the best tight end in the league, you're doing something yes. right, and obviously that's showing because, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is throwing <laughs> to guys you've never even heard of, and he's right. playing MVP football. So, I mean, that's good news for the Packers. If you're a Packers fan, you got a stud at tight end who, I mean, probably only going up from here, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, he looks good. Is he young? He's 26. He's, he's fairly young. And so, I mean, still developing in the league. And when you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you learn a lot. And, I mean, it looks like he has all the <laughs> all the things you need to be a good tight end. He's got that kind of George Kittle fire to him. Obviously, not as much, but because that's impossible. But <laughs> Right. But we'll see. I mean, you never know. There's I mean, something there for sure, I think. It could. I think, it, yeah, we'll so pick him up undrafted. <laughs> He was undrafted and then signed to the Lions in 2017. Yeah, so, I remember him on the Lions. Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't know if I would... Well, I guess 
Just quick fantasy tidbit. I wouldn't really yeah. jump the gun yet. It's it was one game, but if you True. need a tight end, why not? I mean, they'll probably go go to him now that they know he's capable of it. But yeah, um, you know, don't just assume that you can pick him up and then have your tight end for the rest of the year. You never really know what's gonna. Happen. I mean, the also, weeks the weeks that he's played, he's played the last three weeks. He's had. 10 16 and 33 points so i mean so for a tight end good. that's solid that's not been yes. picked up yet that's, that's solid. very solid very although solid. They, they're going into the bye this week so that's true but that might like that might be easier to get him with exactly less people trying to get him for sure so if you need a tight end definitely look there 100 um, percent. let's see seattle uh i guess we had this highlighted as a little bit of like a exclamation yeah point, i guess um but seattle i wouldn't say barely beat the dolphins but they they didn't like dominate them like you would have expected yeah i mean and i don't know watching that game it just like like until the last like five minutes of the game it was like a five point game and the dolphins kind of stopped russell wilson somehow yeah. um they did they did hang in there i remember I was watching it and i was like hoping that the dolphins would win but, right um but again i mean seattle their defense isn't amazing. No. Um, their offense is pretty good. I think it's just Russell Wilson, though. And it yeah. kind of looks like that's all they might need, to He's be carrying honest. carrying that team. <laughs> um, I, you know, I still have them pretty high on my power rankings. And yeah. I, think, I think just because of Russell Wilson, they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, For sure. If he gets hurt or anything like that, though, they might. They might even miss the playoffs depending on when oh, he gets hurt, because yeah. like he's if he's, he's not playing that, them. That's a shell of a team. <laughs> yeah, and um, do you want to just jump in the power rankings? Uh, yes, I will say uh, before we move to that, if right. you're the Dolphins, the Ryan Fitz magic time is over. Put your freaking first yeah, round draft pick in. in there. Like, come on, Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. is just not getting it done. He's had like two games with multiple turnovers and no interceptions, so. Time to get right. the rookie in there. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, You know, again, I was saying they should just do it right away. I mean, why, why yeah. wait? Why wait at this point, yeah. Right. All right. So do you want to do yours first? I'll do mine yes. first. Yeah, you go. Um, so speaking of the Seahawks, I have the Seahawks at number five. I dropped them down from where I had them at three last week just because, <coughs> I mean, this should have been a game where they destroyed again. And again, their defense is kind of iffy. I mean... They were playing Ryan Fitzpatrick and, I mean, didn't look super dominant, so as they should have. So they're at right. five. Uh, the Bills, I moved up to four. They got another win. They're 4-0. I mean, until they prove otherwise, they're a really good football team. Josh Allen fought through that game after a couple times going back to the locker room, getting a little banged up there. Uh, the Ravens, they bounced back against the football team. They love beating the football team. Uh, RG3 got a little playing time there to throw an interception, make it a little closer of a game than it actually was. But the Ravens are back. They're going to beat up on the bottom 30 teams in the NFL. So they're a solid team still. Obviously, the Packers are looking pretty unstoppable as well right now. Aaron Rodgers is playing very, very, very good football. Um, Their schedule hasn't been, like, terribly hard but i mean i think we'll really see coming into these next few weeks they play some some teams and i think they keep it going and then number one the chiefs 
who kind of proved again that no matter how well you play against them, you just can't stop them for all 60 minutes, you know? I mean, it's just, they were, they uh, the Patriots had them, basically, for the first three and a half quarters. And then over the course of like four minutes, the game's just completely out of reach. And Bill Belichick has been, he's played against the Chiefs better than anyone. I think holding the Mahomes to zero touchdowns in the first half, that's the only team that is that he's done that against. So, right. Chiefs are just looking absolutely unstoppable at 4-0. Right. Um, let's see. So, I just made a quick change. I don't know if you saw that. I did. But I had initially the Bills at 5, but then while you were kind of giving yours, yeah, <laughs> I realized that they are still undefeated, and the Ravens have lost the game, and they, they lost have. to the Chiefs. The other teams that they beat, though, are Cleveland, Houston, and the Washington football team. So not the best teams that they've beat. Um, With that said, the Bills haven't played like, you know, the Chiefs four times. But they've still, you know, I think they've played some solid teams. They played the Raiders. They played the Jets, Miami, and the Rams. Yeah. Um, Also not great, but still. (laughs) That's not great. And Miami, they won only by three. The Rams, they won only by three as well. And then the yeah. the, the Raiders, they won by seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets, they only won by ten. So, hmm. Interesting. Um, they they didn't look, you know, but I I guess it's their defense. I don't know. But offensively, yeah, their they defense very is really good. good. Right. And offensively, they're also really good. I think, right, they haven't, like, dominated, like, 50 to nothing wins. Yeah. But I had them initially at five, and then I just moved them. Uh, I, so let me start at the bottom. So I have the Ravens at five. Um, because kind of like we just touched on, they beat not the best teams and they have lost to the Chiefs, so I can't really blame them for that. But they look, I don't know, I'm just not a super big believer in Lamar Jackson, I guess. I just feel like he's good, he's good, he's good, but if a defense can figure him out, then they kind of just beat the Ravens like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think they're very reliant on Lamar Jackson. Their defense obviously is pretty good, but not amazing. Um. And I just don't think they have that many receivers. You know, what I, mean? I think their like yeah. pass game is not as good as it's gonna need to be to compete with like the Chiefs, which is what happened what week three. Um, yes. So I got them at five. Still a good team though, but not not on the level of the Chiefs. Um, Seattle at four for me. They were at two last week for me, and I dropped them down because they struggled against. The Dolphins a little bit, but really, I think they're still very good. The reason I dropped them is just because the other three teams ahead of them, I think, are just a little better. But I think Seattle's still a top contender for the Super Bowl, even. I think they're very good. And again, very Russell Wilson heavy, but I think Russell Wilson is just that good. So I have them at four. At number three, this is where I moved the Bills up to because, again, even though we just talked about it, they haven't like dominated teams. Um, some of their wins have been very close, but they've shown that they can win. Right, kind of like the Niners last season. They they just find a way to win. They they play well. Josh Allen's looking very good. Stephon Diggs looks very good. And so they find a way to win, and they're four and zero. And so I think an undefeated team deserves to be, uh, you know, up there. Number two, we got the Green Bay Packers, who looked insanely dominant. I think I had them at four last week. I don't quite remember, but um, moved them up a little bit because they looked damn good. And then the Chiefs at one. Uh, so you and I got the same one and two, basically. Yeah. Chiefs and Packers. And 
yeah, I think that's fair. They both look very good. Aaron Rodgers looks like 2012 Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes looks like, well, I guess current day Patrick Mahomes. So <laughs> that's about it for that. I mean, could that be the Super Bowl matchup? I guess we're kind of like doing I that mean, each week. Last week it was I could, Seattle. This week I it's could Green really Bay. see the Packers. I I don't see the Seahawks making a deep playoff run. I don't think, I think their defense is too good vulnerable against yeah. the Packers. But yeah, hundred percent. Very good. I think the Packers would just absolutely tear that defense to shreds. Yeah, and I could definitely see the Packers going way up. One team we haven't really talked about this year is the Bucks. And right, I don't know. People are very hot on the Bucks. Their defense is good. Tom Brady did throw five touchdowns this weekend, but I don't know. It Those just doesn't picks right. He did throw a couple picks. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just they're not, a, not a team a that like. really jumps out to me yeah they're not horrible but i don't think anyone expected them to be horrible so yeah let's see i mean i think they'd be they're in my top 10 but i just just don't see them in the top five right now right um yeah i'm kind of with you there i think they're in the top 10 i don't i don't think they're better than who we have in the top five or even some other teams like maybe the steelers even also, we got a got a question about why the Bears were not in either of our power rankings. Well, the I'm Bears, sure right. first of all, got destroyed by the Colts, so they're no longer undefeated. And second of yeah. all, I after that comment, I went and looked. The people they beat to get to three zero were a combined like zero and eight, so they weren't beating anyone. Right, and also they're not. They're not better than the Ravens, Seahawks, Bills, Packers, or Chiefs. Absolutely so not. That's All of those teams would five. destroy the Bill or the Bears. Yeah. Um, Plus a couple other right. teams. Like the Colts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of that for, yeah, I remember seeing that comment. But, yeah. I mean, again, they were one of the surprise, like, undefeated teams. And yeah. now they're no longer undefeated. So. Nope. Although we still have six undefeated teams so far. Yes. And I feel like last year... At week four, I feel like it was just the Niners and maybe like one other team. Niners and Patriots both eight and zero, yeah. and they lost week nine both. So uh, yeah, that was crazy. We will see um, who makes it the longest. I think though, aren't the Steelers undefeated? Steelers are also played, undefeated. Who didn't play this week? And aren't the Titans, Titans are also undefeated? Who didn't play this week? Both of so. those teams who should be playing, right? Uh, so, neither of them played. Yeah, so they got, a, they got an extra week of zeros in the right. loss column. Who else is it, though? Because we have four on our list, and then we yes. also have two that we just named. Oh, that's it right there, right? Those Six. are the two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, there you go. All right, so I, got a quick I think question we should move for you. All right, go ahead. Which undefeated team do you think stays undefeated the longest? Um, Out of the five on both of our power rankings, and then I the Steelers the top, and Titans. The top, the top two, Chiefs and Packers. Yeah. Um, they both look very good. I want to say the Chiefs, but I don't know. I just feel like the Chiefs might get a little bit like surprised one week, and the Packers might be the longest undefeated. Yeah, honestly, I can see. I mean, the Packers went on a run last year. Yeah. And I mean, they were also undefeated for a good while. Yeah. And so were the Bills. So I remember That's that. True. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Packers and Chiefs, definitely a good bet, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. So. Now that we have bye weeks starting, yes, 
it's quite an important time for fantasy. I guess the quite. next how, how long are bye weeks? Like eight week stretch or something? Uh, well, I mean, now we got the COVID bye weeks, so who knows? My oh, bye week started God. week three <laughs> or week four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we got a nice majority of the season now where you got to actually adjust your lineups. Yep. And for me, I got Aaron Rodgers. He's my only bye week. But yeah. He's my only bye week this week, I guess. And that's a big one. I'm starting Matt Ryan over him. So, let's see. Any tips? You got any tips? Um, I don't know. That's I honestly don't. I mean, besides the obvious, like, hopefully you got a nice bench. Because yep. now's the time. That's now's the time when you, you maybe. Right. Maybe if you have, like, two defenses or two kickers for whatever reason, it might be time to cut those because you're gonna need to stock up <laughs> on receivers and running backs because that's yeah. important um get your bench i think most importantly just pay attention to the waivers if anything you can just pick someone up and cut them i mean you know a little streaming going but yep you know it's your bye week if you need to make some kind of like emergency signing i think that might be your best bet like for example like tanyan who is on bye this week but if you have your tight end on by in a couple weeks and you need a tight end right maybe you can prepare for that by getting tanya now and again it's kind of like i want to say do your homework but it's not really like do your homework <laughs> it's just it's just look at who's available prep if you know that you're going to have like two receivers on by next week maybe now you should start worrying about that and pick up right. a receiver plan ahead don't um, be reactive right you you definitely i think that's it right there definitely plan ahead yeah um I know there's one week where I'm just missing. Yeah, so week <laughs> 10, I'm losing Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper. That's um, rough. So I'm going to somehow have to fill those shoes. I got <laughs> a few guys on my bench, but, you know, I'm going to probably need to sign someone to, like, totally make up for the points. Um, the only really, like, decent receiver on my bench is Debo Samuel, and he's not, like, great. Uh, or he might be great, but he obviously kind of just started playing this year, so. We'll see how that goes, but again, it's it might be tough this year, um, with all the injuries and now with bye weeks, like you're you're yeah. gonna be missing some key guys. But For again, sure. the biggest thing is it's not just you; your whole yeah. league is <laughs> everyone like that. is dealing with it. So, um, remember, take it week by week. Look at your opponent, and also plan ahead. So take it week by week, but don't completely take it week by week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Speaking of waiver wire tight ends uh if Jonu smith is not owned in your league highly recommend that pickup he's played very solid the first three games obviously with the bye last week and they go into buffalo who's giving up the fifth most points to tight ends right and in case yeah, in case you were wondering why the fuck should i listen to these two guys about fantasy football <laughs> oh, well yeah. if you weren't convinced already uh, we are both at three and one, leading the league. I'm yes. slightly, slightly on top. Had a slightly better start to the season so you far. Twenty. But you have almost exactly twenty more points. Twenty more points. So I mean, you know, it could could have gone either way. But you got the two best fantasy players in our in our league giving you advice. So yes, we're also playing want. each other this week. We are. We are, which is very exciting. You have a slightly better projection because you have Mahomes still playing. Mahomes is projected um, for 30, 
one points against that the Raiders. That is insane. Which I've is never seen that. I don't think I've seen that. I don't know why that's yeah. the case. That'll probably come down later in the week, I would assume. Right. But, um, yes. Yeah. I'm just basically, as long as Matt Ryan can have a solid game, then mm-hmm. I'll be okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. That That's about it. I got nothing else really, um, unless you got some waiver wire surprises or something i don't think so uh do watch out for the chargers running back situation i don't know where mm-hmm. austin eckler stands right now but uh joshua kelly came in had yeah like 33 yards nothing major but i mean if right. he gets a starting role next week possibly that's a go because he had right. 12 and 13 points in week one and two right also, and also another receiver. place to look at i think i said this last week but the niners running back specifically jerick mckinnon though again he's yeah. scored a touchdown every single week he has uh done very well he's put up solid points and last week it was his best week um he's 86 percent owned on yahoo so you know he's probably owned but if he's not you can definitely look there um you can also probably trade for him for not that much because you know, he's not like christian mccaffrey or anything but again, a touchdown each game this week, uh, this year, and that's probably going to continue that. He he catches passes a lot as well, so that's yeah. big. Um, you know, look there. The Niners overall got some guys. You know, Debo Samuel's coming back, so depending on how owned he is, uh, you could pick him up. Brandon Ayuk, who has been insane so far. Uh, I'm just gonna see. Another good receiver, uh, Tim Patrick of the Broncos. He's had really good back-to-back weeks with Cortland Sutton out. Right, uh, and, and the thing, big game on and Thursday th- night. Right, and the thing to look at is with all these injuries across the league, young new players are going to get their chance that right. probably are not owned, which happens so, every year. Yeah, for example, Tim Patrick yeah. is two percent owned, so right, definitely jump on that for sure. Right, yeah. Um, just look, look there. Look, I, I don't know the waiver wire. I don't even think you really need to make that many trades. No, just, just look along the waivers. This is around the time when like players who are gonna like surprise everyone start to pop up. Exactly. So these next couple weeks, check, you gotta check those be, waivers. Yeah, for sure. Right. And like um, as fun as trades are, and like cool as it is to trade players, if you could yeah. avoid trading, it's probably better. Because yeah. one team is always going to get less value than the other. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, right. So, let's see. I got nothing else. Let's move on to those give or takes. Give or takes. Yes. Okay. Uh, here, I'll ask you the first one. Uh, yeah. Give or take, how many wins will the Browns have this year after watching them destroy them boys? Um, all right. I'm going to say... They're decent. So I'm going to say give or take nine. Interesting. Give give or take nine. I don't know how their schedule gets going, but I don't see them as like an amazing team. I don't see them as a bad team, though. So nine, maybe ten, but around there. Decent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think I'll agree. I'm going to go eight or nine just because they still haven't played any divisional games. So right. they got four games at least. Oh, sorry, they played the Bengals, but that doesn't count. Um, they still have to play <laughs> the Steelers and Ravens twice. So that's four games right there they could easily lose all of. Their schedule right. is not great looking. They also play the Colts next week. So, yeah, I'm going to go nine, eight, nine wins. Yeah. 
I feel that. So I think that's good. Again, they're they're improving. So yeah, yeah. Let's see. Then we got the question I'm gonna ask you, and I'm also gonna add a little bit to it, but mm-hmm. give or take. Well, okay. Let's let's give some context. So we talked we talked about this earlier, but of course Detroit not looking too good. Also the Jets not looking too good. <laughs> And so I'm just going to ask, give or take, how many more games until Matt Patricia and or Adam Gase get fired? Okay. So the Matt Patricia one, I thought about it a little bit. Uh, they are 1-3. They beat the Cardinals. They're going into a bye week this week. So if they were going to fire him, they would have done it like right now before the bye. Get adjusted, right. get that new coach in there, have a little extra time to make that little transition. After the bye, they play Jacksonville and Atlanta. I think they win both those games, and then everyone's like, all right, Lions are 3-3. Three and three. Matt Patricia saved his job. But then they will lose the next two games against the – hang on. <laughs> Their next two games after that are against the Colts and then the Vikings. So I – think they lose those two games they end up back at three and five and i think that's the point where they're just done with it and they say get the hell out of town on the other yeah. hand the jets said that they were just gonna roll with adam Gase. i did see that and honestly i think that's probably the best decision for this year because they know they're gonna suck you might as well suck really bad and then wait until the offseason that's to true. make that change just because like good as we saw with right. baker mayfield like, he had what? This is his fifth coach in his first, like, three years or something crazy. And, right. I mean, it doesn't really help a young quarterback to have to learn a new offensive scheme and have a new interim head coach for the last eight games of the season or however long, yeah. 12 games of the season. So, I mean, I think they probably waited out with Adam Gase. Yeah, I mean, that would that would be smart. Um, but I think both of these guys are – it's time to move on. So. 100%. <laughs> But, I, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I think Adam Gase, they've already announced they're going to keep him. And yeah. I think as soon as the season ends, they'll probably just get rid of him. Matt Patricia, though, you, I mean, you don't know. Like you said, he could, he could, they could improve a little. They could yeah. get worse. I mean, you, you know. But I, I I, could see them just waiting it out also until the end of the season. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of good coaching candidates that are going to be available. So, uh, again, gotta look there and so you might as well just wait the season out and then get rid of your coach bring in a new talented coach or supposedly talented yeah i mean um, who knows the lions fired jim caldwell after he went nine and seven so yeah and matt right. patricia has 10 wins in three seasons so i mean who knows doesn't make yeah, any exactly. sense <laughs> it's a cursed franchise they're in the garbage yeah. can of the nfl it doesn't matter <laughs> right i don't give a shit about the lions <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's like damn um let's see let's let's analyze our game picks oh yes from last week let me pull those up so we are now tied at 37 wins a piece 60 percent accuracy for wow. some reason you're in first place don't know how those tiebreakers work oh i guess it's the tiebreakers maybe i picked who which we got again we got the least points with the giants again <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so but it wasn't Green Bay for the most. New York teams. Yeah, Green Bay was not the most. Okay. Well, how did the tie? 
Was I like closer in score prediction or something? Maybe. Oh, maybe it's the score prediction, I guess. I'm not sure though. I was very close with Green Bay. I said 35-17 and it was 30-16. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so I don't know how that yeah, works. Maybe I just got more right this week, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, who knows. Let's see. Anyway, uh, I got we got the Cowboys wrong, I think both of us. Yes. I had my upset pick of lines over the Saints wrong, although for a good bit there, the lines look like yeah. they kind of... The Saints, I'm still a little bit concerned about the Saints. Yeah, they don't look um, great, but they don't look terrible. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. The next one I got wrong was I picked Cardinals over the Panthers, which was... I'm very happy that the Cardinals lost, but I was a yeah. bit of a surprise. Um, you know, So it might be time to like hold off on the, the whole Cardinals hype, but For we'll sure. see. <laughs> Uh, then the next thing, the last thing I got wrong was the Niners, of course. So, yeah, that happened. That was pretty disappointing, but you know, yeah. And then I also picked the Chargers to win; they lost. And then I also picked the Texans to win, and they lost. So, right. So I think it's just because you had more wrong. Bit. Yeah, more wrong this week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but, but going right. into week five, week five, we have a. Another great Thursday night game, yeah. which we have not been great at picking so far this year, especially yes. all of our followers as well. This is the yeah. first week we were right. We're Everyone was on the Broncos. <laughs> uh, but this week we have the Buccaneers and the Bears, yeah. which somehow or, yeah, seems like the most boring game out of all of them. Um, <laughs> the Bears are 3-1. and one. The Buccaneers, I believe, are also 3-1. and one. Oh, okay. So... Bucks go. defense is looking nice though, so I'm gonna go Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I'm going Bucks as well. Panthers, Falcons. Apparently, the Falcons are favored wow. in this one. I don't know about that. I'm gonna go with the. Man, they don't have McCaffrey though. True. I don't know. I'm going the Panthers. I mean, they played pretty well last week, and the Falcons kind of right. suck. I'm gonna go with Falcons just because they did just lose to the Packers, who are a good team. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know. I'm obviously my fantasy team is hoping that Matt Ryan goes off, so I'm gonna yeah. go with that. Bills, Titans. I'm going Bills. The Titans are favored mm-hmm. to win. I don't know why. I mean, Titans just had a bye week, coming off bye. That is true. You, you know, know what? And then we did talk about how the Bills aren't like dominating teams; they're having like yeah. close wins. So I, yeah. I'm actually gonna switch to Titans. Yeah, it might be time for the Bills to uh, lose a game, but you know, either way, both these teams legs. are undefeated, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, both teams are undefeated. Go. Yeah, I think the Bills take their first loss here. I'm gonna go with that. Chiefs Raiders gonna have to go with the Chiefs. Chiefs, that's gonna be a close game though. That's gonna be another game I where people are like, "Oh, game. the Chiefs aren't good," because yeah. the Raiders, like the Raiders and Chargers, they always play the Chiefs pretty tight. Broncos not so much, but that's okay. Next yeah, up, we see. have the Cardinals at the Jets. That is going to be a bounce-back game for the Cardinals. Yeah, I see them taking that one. Yep. Steelers-Eagles. Going to go with Steelers. Ooh, Battle of Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. with the Steelers as well. Also coming right. off their bye week, their fake bye week. Right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Rams and football team. Let's see gonna go with rams i'm also gonna go with the Rams. yeah no i I don't think i don't think this is an upset alert so i'm gonna go with the rams (laughs) um Bengals ravens Ooh, ravens (laughs) yep 
That one's um, pretty easy. I'm looking. I'm looking for some upsets. I don't know. Ooh, here we go. Um, Jaguars Texans. Yeah, yeah, there it is. I, I don't think that's really much of an upset though. I think the Jaguars aren't horrible and the Texans aren't good. So I'm gonna have to go with the Texans on this one. They just really? fired their coach. I'm going, I'm going Jags. They're gonna they're gonna have a little fire in them. No more Bill O'Brien telling them what to do. Yeah, you know well, I'm mean? gonna say it's still they're still gonna struggle right right off the bat. They're due for um, with the win, what I is think. it? Romeo Cornell, yeah, interim head coach. So went two and fourteen go, with the Chiefs. He stinks. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict Minshew has a little bit of magic this All week. Right. So. This I'm kind of surprised. I know the Dolphins aren't good, but I'm kind of surprised the Niners are 94% favored yeah. with all that's going on. Um, I'm going to pick the Niners, but I don't know. I honestly I'm, don't know what to tell you. I'm, I think this is where we see yeah. Tua Tungavailoa right. come in after Ryan Fitzpatrick struggles in the first quarter, and I don't know. Okay, well, is Jimmy G coming back this week? That's a huge. I was gonna say because that really. Plays, otherwise, it's Niners all the way. But if Jimmy it, G plays, it's I. Fuck. I don't. They don't have a. They don't have a like a take on that yet. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick the Niners. Um, this is a hard. I don't know if I can pick the if pick the Dolphins on this one. Yeah. Because nah, again, fuck it. Why not? What? Yeah, just do it. <laughs> and here's the thing with the Niners. Like they're so banged up. Yeah. Yet they're still like like. Like it's kind of like from quarter to quarter. Like one quarter, one quarter they'll look like NFC champs. The next quarter they'll just screw up. Honestly, and like it, it, that's what's kind of weird about us because like we're still we still have so much talent, and like that talent will show up here and there, yeah, right? from players that are still healthy. And then all of a sudden, like we'll just suck. And uh, again, if Jimmy G plays, I think we'll win pretty handily. If Nick Mullins plays, then it could go either one of two ways. Right. He yeah, either I'm gonna... dominates, has like 500 yards. Or he throws 18 interceptions. <laughs> I'm going to pick um, the Dolphins right now. But if before Sunday it comes out that Jimmy G's starting, I'm going to switch it to the Niners. Yeah. I think that's fair. I'm just going to stick with the Niners because yeah. I hope that Jimmy G's going to play. But yeah. yeah. Let's see. Colts-Browns going with Colts. Yep. Even though the Browns number one defense horrible, in but the NFL. the Colts are actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Phillip Rivers slinging it. You said number one defense? The Colts have the number one ranked defense in the NFL right now. Wow. Yeah. Well, there it is. Browns um, looked good Cowboys against the worst Giants? defense. <laughs> Cowboys Giants. All right. Ooh. Hear me out. Hear me out. I know the Giants suck. They do. But the Cowboys are not looking that good. No. And I might I might just say this is this is my like huge upset alert. I'm not even expecting to get this right. Yeah. But if I do get it right and the Giants just play okay and because the Cowboys are so vulnerable, mm-hmm. You know what, though? I don't know. I think the Giants are just that bad. I'm going to have to go Cowboys. Okay, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Cause you do it. Because the Giants talking... The Giants, like, they only lost by, what, 12 points to the Rams? Like, they held the Rams, like, 19 points. Scored 7 on them. Not great. Or scored 9 on them. That whatever. was a weird game. They yeah. only lost by 7, I guess. They lost by a touchdown. And, I don't know. This is a division game. If the Giants win this, they're, like, tied for first in the division. <laughs> with their first yeah. win of the season so i mean like right. literally the giants are just as much in the race to win the division as any other That's team in that division, which but is wild here's the thing the cowboys still have like Dak prescott has done pretty well this year yeah um amari cooper they still have zeke and i mean their That's defense true. sucks but here's the thing they're playing the giants who don't yeah have Saquon. the giants have not put up any points this year oh yeah 
Okay. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. If you have any sort of offense, you can beat the Cowboys. The Giants don't have any sort of offense. Hey, Giants offense comes out this weekend. Okay. I'm going for it. I was going to do it, but I just don't think they have. If they had Saquon, I, w- I would stick with that. But yeah. I just don't see them doing that. Um, Ooh. Let's see. Broncos, Broncos Patriots. Pats. Classic matchup. <laughs> Classic. Except not really. Except no with Tom Brett Brady, no Rippin Hank and Manning. Brian Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slash Jared Stidham. Um, okay, here's the thing. If Cam Newton plays, I'm going Patriots. He's not going to play. He's not going to play. There's no I'm, way. You know what? I'm going to go Broncos, actually. I'm going Broncos, too. I think this is a very winnable game for them. Because the Patriots looked much worse without Cam Newton. They did. Which I think just speaks to how good Cam Newton is. Yeah. Um, And the Broncos... Well, they're what one in three, but yeah, they I, don't. I don't know. Sometimes quite the game against the Jets. <laughs> yeah, they have shown um, some flashes though. Like, that is something's there. Maybe yeah. they put it together. Although no fan might be out this week, so I don't know no though. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Patriots again. I'm, you'll <laughs> be the upset guy. Yeah, um, I got. I'm picking all the upsets this week. <laughs> yeah, here we got a upset that is not going to happen seattle nope. versus minnesota Seattle will steamroll the vikings yes although we've already talked about this like seattle is struggling defensively and all that and um i think they could be vulnerable i just don't think they're going to be vulnerable this yeah week. um saints chargers i think the saints get another win this is another upset pick for me i'm going chargers yeah i'm kind of hoping that'll happen yeah but um yeah let's see Score prediction: Chargers Saints. Gonna go twenty-eight to seventeen. Let me go thirty-one twenty-eight Chargers on that one. Yeah. Excuse me. Um. Let's see. Seattle, Minnesota. Hmm. I'm going thirty-four right, go. to twenty-five Seahawks. I was about to say almost that. I was. I'm gonna go thirty-five <laughs> twenty-one. Yeah. For Seattle. Uh, who's going to score the least? Let's start there. Okay, Jets or Giants. I mean, I think Giants are coming out, so Giants not this week. Jets are playing the Cardinals. Mm. I'm going to say because know. the Giants are playing a really bad defense, they will score more than the Jets. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to – this week I'm going to look at some other teams. Yeah, I'm trying like a to really see really bad if, offense. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Jets. Safe, solid pick. Let's just keep me, that New check, York hate train going. Quick. Let me check something really quick. Oh, the Bengals, they could also score not mm. much against the Ravens. Yeah. Football team against the Rams, that might be pretty low scoring. The mm. Rams held, gave up the least amount of points last week as well. This is a hard one, but you know what? I'm going to go Bears. Ooh. That defense is very good of the Bucks. I could see that as well. They're playing a good defense. I'm going to go Chicago. They, we'll see what happens. If anything, I'll just go back to my New York, New York strategy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Let's see. Most, Most points, points, though. That's going to be the Ravens Shit. for me. The Ravens. That looks fair. The Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to go Ravens as well. Yeah. Um. Although, maybe for the sake of disagreement, let's see what else is going on this week. Um, here's the thing. Jimmy G plays. I wouldn't even be surprised if the Niners pour it on on the Dolphins. But, That's true. That's true. Um, I'm not going to do it, again, just because we don't know if Jimmy G is playing. 
Um, yeah. They could. They could. But obviously, I think the Ravens are a much more potent offense. So For sure. Going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with the Ravens. I just don't see anyone else. Maybe the Saints, but they don't look as good. Maybe the Seahawks, actually. True. You know what? Yeah, just for just for the sake of disagreement. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Seattle, where are you? Seattle against the Vikings. Yeah. Going to stick with that. Nice. And I'm going to lock it in. Okay, so All right. now we go to our fantasy draft part. where we will be picking, Daniel will be picking first, his player from week five that he would like to represent yes. his team and at I'm the end picking, of the season. I'm picking first because I scored the mo- uh, more points than you, yes. so that's how we're doing this. It is. Um, And let's see. Just as a quick recap of how this works, we basically draft two receivers, one running back, one tight end, and a quarterback based off of their performance from week to week. Yep. For example, last week I picked Tyler Lockett, you picked Patrick Mahomes. Um, and how it's going to work is we'll take all the yards, all the touchdowns, all that for like receiving, rushing, passing, and we'll basically average it out. You know what I mean? Obviously passing won't really have to average out, but right. like the receiving yards will average those out and the touchdowns. And we'll basically see who gets more yards, who gets more touchdowns mm-hmm. as a team. And the way we're picking is we're picking their stats from that week that they already played you know what i mean so like i took lockett because he had like three touchdowns you took mahomes because he had like eight touchdowns or whatever (laughs) it was um and that's their stats so we're basically getting like i'm getting a three touchdown performance from lockett for my fantasy team and obviously they're going to be very high scoring and all that so now i gotta see what i'm looking at uh we do get a tight end i don't know if i mentioned that but yeah we do get a tight end, and I especially bring that up this week. Um, two for big a few tight end reasons. performances. Two very big tight end performances. I'm just gonna say um, I'm picking a tight end. If that changes your decision at all. <laughs> yeah, you're not dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was going to go with Joe Mixon first. I was going to go with Joe Mixon. Ooh, true. Where, 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 where's week four? There we go. I'm just loading it up. So Joe Mixon had the most points this week. He had how many touchdowns? He had three touchdowns and like 150 yards. Three, three touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving. Yikes. Those were actually his first touchdowns of the season. He Dang. did nothing else besides Got on that. The board. Um, but here's the thing. He's a running back. Running backs can have four touchdowns if they have a good week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know McCaffrey's not playing, but he could easily go off for, like, five touchdowns one week. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe not easily, but, you know. That's not, like, a wild thing for a running back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me see. Dak Prescott apparently also had a good week. He had four passing touchdowns. But, like we mentioned earlier, tight ends. This was the tight end week. It is. And George Kittle, who was who has missed the last two games with injury, came back. And again, he was one of the bright spots against the Eagles. We lost, but he had 183 yards, only one touchdown. And that good. is why I'm going with Robert Tanyan. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm a Niners fan and I really, really wanted to. Um, again, we are including yards in this, but yeah. touchdowns I think are going to be more important. Probably. Because 
because that's ultimately how you score, right? Yeah. Touchdown. Yeah. So yards are good. Tanyan did have 100 yards, 98, 100. He also had three touchdowns. That's and that's the biggest solid. thing here. You're not going to see another three-touchdown game from a tight end maybe until like no. maybe five weeks later or something. I don't know. But yeah, not for the rest of this little draft session, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, in that gonna case, go with Tanyan. Yeah. I am. I'm. I'm still gonna go with George Kittle though. Yeah, Both because he did have great weeks. Almost two hundred yards. yards, one touchdown. I think that'll be one of the best tight end performances of the year. I don't think it's gonna get much better than that, <laughs> especially yardage wise. Yeah. I didn't even. He kind of did it quietly because, like, you know, with McKinnon, it was like more noticeable. He had a great game, but Kittle, he just literally like caught a few passes somehow. I don't even know how. Like I only saw him like catch the ball. Like how many yeah, receptions did he have? I think only, I only like noticed seven him, like, a or couple something. Times. I don't know. He had 15 receptions. He oh, caught okay. every single well, pass. He was 15 for 15. That's 15 points in a PPR league too. Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, exactly. That was huge. 15 <laughs> PPR points. Yeah. Um. And again, Big. he is the Niners' main target. He showed it. Like. Yeah. He showed why he's maybe the best tight end in the league. Um. Big I do remember seeing him like tight ends. Yes, I do remember him seeing seeing him like just break out some big runs after catching the ball and yeah. i do remember his touchdown but i don't know how he just quietly got 200 yards almost <laughs> um pretty crazy but yeah i'm going with tanyan even though i'm a niners fan yep. just because of the touchdowns and i will so. scoop up kittle and with that yep. we got those teams coming together and we wrapped it up we have week five coming upon us very soon starting with an absolute thriller with the Bucks, Bucks and the Bears. Bears, yes. And uh, hopefully we have another great week of NFL football, and we will see yeah. you guys next week. Also be right. sure to quick, follow us. All right, go ahead. Quick note, everything is going to be uploaded to YouTube as well, and yep. we're hoping to soon start live streaming these episodes, Yeah, doing them live, uh, so that way you guys can kind of get involved. Mm-hmm. And also I think it'll just be fun doing it live. Um, For sure. But yeah, for now, everything's going to be on YouTube. So check us out there under yep. the same name. And I think I think that's about it. You got anything uh, else? That should do it. Instagram All at right. everythingbtt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for everything else you may want to hear from us. <laughs> uh, but yeah. other than that, <laughs> that'll do it for episode number five. We'll see you guys next week for episode number six. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye-bye.